Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. And we're going to be talking about season three of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe currently streaming on Netflix. Is it worth the watch? Bro, is it a waste of time? Dun, dun, dun. Spoilers. Also, we have no sponsors. <laughs> but if you want to find out how you can save either on gas, groceries, or at a restaurant, check our description below. All right. So season three of He-Man and the Master of the Universe premiered on well, the time of this review. It premiered Thursday... August eighteenth, nineteenth, eighteenth. Yeah, eighteenth. First impressions. Better than season two. That's it for me. It was was what I wanted in season two. It was like what you said. Season two was a filler season. Oh, absolutely. A is it took a long way to set up what happened in season three. Well, let's put it this way. Anyway, huh? The way they picked it up, they honestly. Could have condensed season two into like maybe three, maybe four episodes. I'm being a little bit generous for them. Just mm -hmm. condensed it down to the nitty gritty, you know, picking up where they left off with season one with two episodes, finish off with, uh, with season two, uh, you know, like uh, last two episodes of season two, condense all that down, four episode right. part. And that would have been a great intro to season four. I mean, season three, I'm losing my seasons. And then from there, you know, just go running. And that's what they did. Starting up with season three, they kept, they were running with it. And it, it was like, it was back mm -hmm. to where we wanted it to. And very little filler. I would dare say less filler in this one than was in, oh, in season one. It just came out swinging. Like you said, it picked up immediately afterwards, season two ended. Yeah. Where Rampage, Skeletor, or in Grayskull and He-Man's coming in trying to rescue her, save her from making a, a big mistake. Um, and then there, that, that fight ensues. And yeah, it was just almost every episode had action in it. Pretty relevant to the story also. Uh, there was only mm -hmm. maybe one or two episodes that were less relevant to the story, but they still built upon it. Like, you know, you get that one MacGuffin or, you, you know, to get through. And I, I, you know what episode I'm talking about. That, that was also a laugh episode. That's one of my, I think it's my one of my favorites too. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> so we'll just say it right now. Episode six. Is that the one? That, yeah, that was pretty much the one. They did a scene where Orko is finally uh, bringing out his magic. One of the spells he cast on his friends to save them because they were like sick. They had the havoc in them mm -hmm. and they changed into the Kevin Smith's He-Man, Man of Arms, Tila. And I cracked up so hard because I didn't expect it. It was, it was an awesome call to it or recognition of the other show that's also streaming on Netflix. And it also reminded me of Archer when they did, I don't know what season it was, but the, the, first episode of that season they did a similar where archer is at bob's burger 
Oh yeah, that was like one of the later seasons. I want to say it was like season right, six, and then and it, it like that. and it was like reflective of that movie and co- and comic book history of violence. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and I saw that I was like, uh, and I was like, uh, <laughs> I got a big kick out of, and that became one of my favorite episodes or scenes of season three of He Man the Master of the Universe. There's some other great stuff too, but that was like, that was the one. Yeah, uh, and what about you? And you, did you found the same thing? Did because I mean, I told you, I don't know. I, don't, I, I was as sure soon as I saw that scene, out. I was like, "Oh, that's the scene that my brother was talking about." <laughs> uh, at first, I was like, maybe he was confusing episode five because episode five, he pretty much was Hulk, He Man. He was green. He was uh, in lo- enraged. He was uh, like just mm-hmm. smashing things and leaping everywhere. But like, he was like having fun with it. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. "I am cool." I. He's like, "This is great." I don't know why people don't like this. Yeah, I got this role wrong. I'm like, oh, he's just an Incredible Hulk, but not Savage. Episode oh. five was a callback. It's the one callback to season two, realistically, because then you have um, Stratos and his team <laughs> that came out right. of nowhere. They, and honestly, they weren't they, used for anything else. No, they were just there to bring back Adam or He-Man to his senses. And But yeah, there was like no real need for the for that team. As a matter of fact, like even when we get to the climactic end where Skeletor becomes what's the technical name for Skeletor in that mode, like God mode Skeletor? Uh, let's call it that because, yeah. and that was re- also re- uh, his armor costume was very relevant or in reference to Kevin Smith's in God mm-hmm. mode because he had a similar look, but here yeah. it kind of made uh. They didn't say like, oh, it's just the natural evolution of getting the power. It was like it's mm-hmm. because he reincarnated himself using the body of Grayskull as it was corrupted. Right. And then like I'm like, that makes actually better sense in actuality. Right. I like about season three, they it, it gave more backstory and they moved it along quickly. They didn't stick with it like season two stuck with some story aspects. Yeah. It moved along. You saw that you saw Grayskull, he got turned real quick by, by accepting the havoc to defeat the what bats what was he trying what was the he snakes. Uh, defeating the snakes excuse yeah. me yes and you saw the history of tila how she came about how she met many uh many faces mm-hmm. uh, a little more history on the sorcerers also a little bit about orco but not really the robotic orco but the og the living the OG, the living incarnation. You even get uh, a little bit of Evelyn. Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's at the very, very, very end. You even get a, like a background yes. history of Merman who we didn't see up until this season. And I actually, I'm like, I can't remember a time where I'm like, Merman was a cool guy. And I'm like, here, I'm like, I kind of like Merman here. Like the way they did him. <laughs> like he was like a cult leader or cult follower, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that was also reminiscent into Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe, where there was a cult group led by Triclops in that series. Yeah, for Motherboard. Uh, so you have that similarities from both shows. And talking about Merman and talking about Orko and also Many Faces, it was the first time I realized, well, after actually when I heard Merman, I was like, they're getting some more A-list stars in the show because that was done by George Takai. I want to say he's A-list, but he's a famous, his voice is very famous. 
Yeah. Uh, Stephen Fry. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. They even did the. Uh, well, he, he goes, the, oh my. <laughs> when he, yeah. When, right when he gets I crushed. Didn't, I didn't realize right that first. And then I heard the oh my. I'm like, George Sakai. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, same here. When I heard that voice, I was like, oh my God, that is him. I was like, all right. Because in the original, not the original, but in the Kevin Smith's version, the voice of Merman is by Kevin Conroy, you know, families he known for his voice work in as Batman and Bruce yeah. Wayne in the animated series. Manny Faces, even though he was in the second season, I didn't know, but is voiced by Stephen Fry. And we know Stephen Fry from a lot of projects, but recently from The Sandman. He was that planet. Oh, the Evergreen. Is it the, the Evergreen? Yeah, it's the Evergreen. I don't I remember, but that's him. That's Stephen Fry. Again, they may not be A-listers now. They were at one time, mm-hmm. but they're well-known. Their voices are well-known. For me, I enjoy that. I got a kick out of that, to hear their voices done into this kid-directed program. And speaking about being a kid-directed program, I saw a lot of references to again star wars there's like two lines or two actions that it was like the tone and verbatim how the lines were said it was just like from star wars i'm thinking like more like the prequels where mm-hmm. where anakin where anakin turns to vader in that aspect and to avengers there was a big callback to avengers do you know what scene No, it's I'm drawing a blank. I, I feel like as soon as you mention it, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I I I just can't remember who was who doing it because there was so much going on. But who was it? Oh, it was I think it was Rampage. She got caught and she was being slammed into the ground by I think Skeletor. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it, like he was just like doing the Loki smash uh, or Loki the Hulk smash with Loki. Yeah. Yes, this season. For being a kid's program or a program directed to the much younger audience was very dark. They did have some uh, a real dark moments. Yeah. It got to the level or it's almost same or even pushed it a little bit more than Kevin Smith's. That's why I felt I was like, oh, they got really serious here. They got deep. They're, the stakes are high. They're showing how, how high the stakes are. Yeah. Uh, yes, they have some light moments in here and there. They have the cute moments, but they did a 180 in comparison to season two. Because season two felt very, very too kid friendly. Even the season one was like that too, but you had the balance in season one. Like they even killed off some characters. Like uh, Merman, great example. He was there for like only a couple of episodes and there was no sign that he was going to survive. Like he looked like he got killed off and right. just as soon as they brought him in. So there was threat in that world. They even talked about, they said the multiverse, I think mm-hmm. I want to say, or am I wrong? Did they say the multiverse? They said something similar. Yeah. To my recollection. But either way, yeah. like, like when Skeletor got the, the power of attorney and havoc and he turned into like, not only God, Skeletor, but like now demigod or de- demiurge, whatever, like monster store, monster. I'm going to call him that now, monster. Uh, <laughs> it's like he was like a credible threat to mm-hmm. all the characters. It's not like he, they couldn't do anything with him. But yeah, no, they definitely ramped up 
a lot of things on it. Uh, the one character I wanted to mention was at the end, which did you recognize who that was supposed to be? Shira's arch enemy. I think his name is Hordak. I went to look at um, IMDb uh-huh. and they didn't have the information yet because I guess they take some time first to see like when the episodes come out and then they put in because at the mm. time of this recording or the time I viewed the season, IMDb had very little on who was in season three. Probably by now they have a full list of the actors and which episodes they were in and who who they were. But yeah, at the moment, I don't know. But yeah, that was cool. And then that was that was another Star Wars moment where he tells Evil Lynn how they're related. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Well, okay. She's Luke and or in this case, Leia, and he's Vader. So, all right. Instead of going like, I am your father, he just goes, you are my daughter. Which, uh, you know, honestly, that does give the answer because she even asks in in the show, she's like, I get why you get a bird and why you get all this, but why do I get a bat? Beastman turns into this, Trap Draw turns into this, but why a bat? It makes no sense. Her character trying to figure herself out. It's just kind of funny. Mm -hmm. And I forgot that Beastman, not Beastman, Trap Jaw was responsible for Orko and Triclops and Men at Arms. Yeah. In this series, he creates Orko, he creates Triclops, and Men at Arms was, they were working together, or Duncan. They were like he. I think he was his protege or something like that. Yeah, it was like apprentice because like he basically just used him for a lot of other tasks. And when that scene where they join powers to build the dams, he says, "I am a builder." <laughs> I couldn't help but think of that television show, Bob the Builder. Something, something. Yes, <laughs> I couldn't help but see Bob that. the Builder. But yeah, like, like, I am a builder. I don't know why that popped in my head when I when he did that. Overall, I mean, this is worth, in my opinion, watching. This is worthy of watching. It fixed, it it justified season two. True. Agree. Okay, you agree. Yeah. Um, Only because, is like, this, like I said, you could have skipped a lot of episodes in season two. But right. in the crucial episodes, this season made a season two worthwhile just to get this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy that we stuck around because sometimes we will stop watching. Like I have stopped watching many shows because of what the of the, the direction they were going. Mm-hmm. And now I think there's only ten episodes, so they're around they're under thirty minutes. So luckily, it's a quick watch. It wasn't that long. Yes, yeah, a quick watch. Is there any moments that you didn't like? I mean, for me, it was the um, Stratos. And his crew, the comeback—that yeah. was a waste. No, I agree with that. Like, uh, yeah. it's uh, like I understand, but like they could have gotten the whole like talk He Man down, depower He Man down, without Stratos and what they didn't really do anything. Right. I mean, if they came in to help with the battle at the end, yeah, or any time that they were needed, you know, that where the the stakes were very high and seemed all the all of all that was lost that they would come in to be a, a boost of morale. Like uh, the cavalry, no, like, you know, a, the help. like a resource that you can pull in. Right. Yeah. Right. 
and they didn't they didn't do that unfortunately no but, they really didn't no but the 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 box from orco uh, that reminded me of uh like a pandora's box when you open it and all this stuff comes out you don't know what's in there that gave me that feeling even though it may, it may not have been yeah i'm sorry i i know i guess like i said that was my least favorite was the straddles team what I, about you again was that the same that was the same uh because honestly like that was something that could have been scratched easily uh even like the the part where they were swapping bodies with the lo- the vegetables uh the bouncy vegetables that the teletubbies the t- that's what it reminded me of teletubbies they were, they, they were like the cross between Teletubbies and the gummy bears. Um, the, right, the, the right. old Disney cartoon gummy bears just bouncing on the on the vine. And to me, that had more worth than Stratos' team. And right. That, that's but it, not good. It, I mean, I'm glad they fixed it right away because I was like, oh, no, hopefully it'll make a whole episode of this. Yeah. Where they're, where they're as the Teletubbies or those bouncy things or that they're – Swished bodies, like for, like a Freaky Friday kind of thing. And I was like, "Oh man, I hope they just don't do another episode." But plus, we didn't get that right much away. Bobcat Gold. No, we didn't. I was like, "Oh, yep," because that's what I was looking forward to. But it was funny though that that team, Stratos team, even made fun of itself. It did in a way like, "Why are we here?" They didn't say that, but they're like made fun of the teams. Like, um, we're, we're birds a moth an insect and then one was like i don't know what i am i'm not even why am i on this team no they all said like you're the only one that's a bird all of us are like insects or like of some kind and you're the only bird that makes no sense and that was like bob uh bob's uh uh, dialogue right it was him or the other one i was i can't remember who said it but anyway regardless of that the action was awesome i enjoyed it. It, it, it it was like even though it was a season three, it was their Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. I can see that. Whereas darker, there's more action, there's more at stake. I mean, I'm sorry. I've done it before and I'll keep doing it. Star, I will always reference Star Wars to other stuff because it came out in 1977. And then, then this three years, you know, then 80, 80, and then 83, the sequels, whatever. But those are pretty much fundamentals or foundations of for many projects today, many film or television shows today. That is the archetype that a lot of writers, directors use to help tell a story. Obviously, it's going to be a season four. I'm not sure we'll do a review on it, but I am definitely looking forward to it. It has taken another avenue to the mythos of that person, I'm not gonna say persona, but that medium. Because mm-hmm. Kevin Smith is Kevin Smith is totally different. That's like this is 3D animation, that's 2D. And that's actually funny too when Adam says, I feel a little flat when he was Kevin Smith. Yeah, I was like, well, we know why you feel flat, but okay. But I just hope they don't go back to the same premise of season two they might they may if the reviews or parents complain it's too dark it's not so kid friendly blah 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 now is this worth the own if you didn't have streaming i would say yes how 
off the you know clearance off the rack or what have you i'm not sure but yeah if it was on sale yeah. I, I might i might do it yeah and i'm definitely looking for season four what about you any predictions you think now that he's in it do they you bring know, in a shira that would be cool because because the thing is remember in season two he said a he-man adam said to his father that she's like a sister to me i want her to be like so but the father didn't say anything mm -hmm. could he kept that hush or well maybe because like, the mother's off maybe the mother's been out of the picture but also maybe he had a the king had an affair somewhere that's from you know playing around you know when kings sometimes they get a little they sold they soil the soil soak their oats you should say you quote uh, coming to america now so something like that soil your wild oats i don't know like uh but the thing that could have happened and then he has a illegitimate child that he didn't know about that happens to be Shira. Oh man, are they brothers and sisters or are they cousins? I always thought they were cousins. I, it's been so long since I've seen the stories, and and they're also already Netflix does has a Shira series out. Totally different. Place. I, have, I haven't. I only watched a couple of episodes long, long ago, but they had like several seasons, and it's a completely right. different feel. I mean, I I had never seen it, but I've seen the animation, and I, it it felt very different. Yeah. Uh, compared to the first one because uh, the original there was that you could see that connection the animation was the same done by the same company anything else i think that's it right i mean there was so much it's, at the 10 episodes there is so much going on so many good gotcha moments the action is good there are some funny moments here and there as mm -hmm. well the, to break up the intensity the break up yeah, they break up the intensity. I mean, they did give Adam some new powers and techniques. They talk didn't about power into your face. They just like you're like hey, here's a moment, new power, blown over. Like okay, cool. What power is that? Uh, I know the sh I know the sh uh, the the sword became now a shield. Yeah. Oh, and that's also. I could be wrong. The thing when he powered up and teamed up with Rampage. Well, yes, that's the thing. I was gonna say. Here in this season, the members can combine their power. They can upgrade. Oh, that was in season two. Uh, they, that was they, in season two? Season two, they started doing the combining techniques, I want to say. Oh, okay. So, But here was a lot. It was a, it was like they were mix matching. And then with Rampage Wright, they did it was like a slingshot kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, where she threw a planet on him. No, it was Again, like it was like they, they she merged with the planets. He, they came back down, turned into swords, merged with the power of the swords. They became buzz sauce. Right, but them. didn't she like grab a planet or a, or an asteroid and slam it on Skeletor? That was look, again a callback uh, to. I, I want to say that was with, her first technique. Yeah, yeah, that she uh, that was from from Thanos throwing a planet on Tony oh. Stark. I did like the moment where He-Man was facing off with like God uh, Skeletor and he does his power move. Skeletor does his power move, which is a new move, and, and mm -hmm. raises up his giant skeletal arm. And as he's doing that, his hand glows. He comes, he comes back to reach. He goes, <laughs> he blows on his hand. <laughs> he's like, 
and then he punches through to He-Man. I was like, that was the best moment. This version of Skeletor is honestly one of my favorite versions of Skeletor through season one through uh, three. I just love this portrayal of Skeletor. He's like a villain who loves to have fun. He loves being bad. He loves being bad. He loves being uh, and having fun with it. And he'll call out mm-hmm. things that he's like, that makes no sense. Like when He-Man comes right. in, he's like, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like uh, Skeletor was talking to Rampage. He goes, you know, I actually enjoyed the time we worked together. And He-Man goes, uh, so did I. And he, goes, <laughs> he calls right, him out. He goes, right, right. we never worked together. He's like, I met with Rampage. He's like, that makes no sense. <laughs> That's where the, the humor comes in, where yeah. it, it breaks that tension. I mean, I understood where He-Man was coming from. And Skeletor like brings it to light. I was like, wait a minute, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. That's going to be it for us on our series review of the third season of He-Man and the Master Universe, currently streaming on Netflix. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I am Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you, bro.